0: Hi and welcome to the podcast. You're having tea with Alice. I've tried to record this introduction a couple of times and I've deleted it with various um, crude words because I wasn't quite sure how to do the introduction in a way that would make you stick around and listen. Um, But I'm just going to say, so last week at the end of the episode with Claire Hooper, I read out or I appended a reading that I did at Splendour in the Grass of a letter that I'd written which was basically a story about my mum and I occasionally write about mum or rather about my experiences Um, and it's that feels strange to do it feels vaguely exploitative uh, in sometimes and I feel like well my mum is a very very intelligent woman still and she is funny and charming and very sweet, and she has a voice that she can use uh, now at the moment, um, though she's had phases where she couldn't do that, and I thought, I will record that voice and give her a right of artistic reply. Uh, so that's what I'm doing this week, is the interviewee is my mum, it's a slightly shorter episode because her energy is limited, um, and it's broken up in the middle when a carer arrived to do uh, various things. But I think it's an interesting chat and I hope you find it illuminating. Uh, another interesting thing that happened that I will read out is I got a letter, an email um, from somebody who'd seen me do stand-up. And now I I occasionally get letters from you from for listening to the podcast people, which I love. I love that. Um, and then I got this letter on Wednesday I did, I emceed, uh, which is to say I you organize the night or the student I didn't organize the night Rhys Jones organizes the night I stood at the beginning and introduced the acts and I did a bit of stand-up and I kept you know your job is to get the room warm and and uh, make them feel happy and welcome and and safe really and I felt like I didn't do a great job I felt like I did a competent job but I didn't feel like I did a great job it wasn't um the best that I've ever done uh and This yesterday morning, I got this email from a woman called Nikki, which is a nickname. uh, So I don't think she'll feel too exposed. She said, Hi, Alice. We We went to the comedy gig last night. We were the couple at the front. Just wanted to say how great I thought you were. I've never given feedback to performers. So I guess you've popped my cherry or I popped my own whatever. I admire women who are comedians so much and you struck a chord with me. That's about it, really. would love to stay in touch with what you're up to around Sydney. Have a great day. Now, uh, <clears throat> this sounds like I'm just just repeating praise, but I wanted to read it out because it's a really good example of, of a reality, which is that I have no perspective. I have no perspective on... And I don't think many of us do. Like the other day, I got two photographs from... D.A. Carter who I'm doing tracksuits live with at the Sydney Fringe for our publicity shoot and there's two photos of us from this photo shoot that we'd done for our posters and in the first photo I looked at it and I thought oh I look quite nice and in the second photo I thought holy shit why did they let me out of that I'm hideous I'm disgusting I oh my oh this is awful do I really look like that and it was this just complete like is my ego so fragile that within 2.5 seconds with one look at a photograph I can either feel okay about myself or just like why don't they keep me in a box like it was just this wave of self-loathing and it's completely disproportionate to the reality of the situation which was that it was an unflattering photograph uh but also to my kind of insistence that looks shouldn't matter (laughs) that that um, that I'm feel mainly like a giant floating head and I resent having people draw attention to the way that I look almost even when it's a positive thing because it it pulls me back into the reality of being a body rather than just a giant floating brain Um, so a bit of a bit of up a bit of down um, but it's been an interesting week all around I've done gigs most nights and tonight if you're downloading this today and listening today which is unlikely I have everyone's a winner the final 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 John Farnham comeback show at Mr. Falcons on Glebe Point Road at 7:30 p.m. so if you're around in Sydney do come along um, I hope I can remember all of it And I'm needing to source speakers and things and microphones today. So I I won't stay very much longer talking to you. Uh, Other than that, I just wanted to say thank you for listening. Thank you for writing to me. If you do want to write to me, if you have a comment, alicerfraser at gmail.com or follow me on Twitter at Alliterative or uh, on Facebook. I'm also on Facebook on my website. If you like the podcast share it with somebody else that's cool or leave a rating on itunes i mean if you leave five stars basically i think that's good and if you don't send me a letter (laughs) and keep your stars to yourself i don't know i i really should re-record this but this is the third or fourth time i've recorded it and i think it's mainly just because i didn't have a huge amount of sleep last night because i was worried about this solo show and it's not going to get any better the more times I record it. Did I mention that I'm in a strange mood? I should—I don't think I need to mention that. I think that's pretty obvious that I'm in a strange mood. Uh, But I love you anyway. The tea that I am drinking at the moment, or I'm about to drink, maybe that explains why I'm a bit hectic. I haven't drunk my tea yet. Uh, The tea that I'm about to drink is brown rice, green tea, Genmai Cha, very soothing. So I'm going to start drinking that. You're going to listen to the podcast, and it will be all, it will all be good. Thank you very much. I don't television but I certainly talk a lot. I don't think you talk too much.
1: You don't think?
0: No, no, I don't think so.
1: That's very kind of you
0: don't know, maybe I can ask you questions. Do well, it like an interview. Be,
1: I can, I like that. I can answer questions. What questions do you like to answer? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, what questions you like to ask, I suppose.
0: Um, I don't know. I, how do you feel about me doing things that are about you in my stand-up? I feel strange about it, I feel strange
1: about it, but I sort of feel okay because I
0: trust you. What, what do you trust me, what about, it would you not trust me with? Well, I mean, you know, what, what could I do that you trust me not to do rather? right, well you could make me a pathetic creature. No, I don't think I do that. I hope I don't do that.
1: uh, Well, I hope you don't do that too. Um, And so I trust you not to do that. Um, Yeah. Because I think you're a very uh, nice person as well as being a very clever person.
0: You have to think that you're my mum.
1: I don't have to think it because, you know, lots of people aren't nice and clever and their mums don't think they're nice and clever.
0: No, but I think their mums think they are nicer and cleverer than they actually are, even if they have to admit that they're not that nice or that clever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. About your creative stuff?
1: What about my creative stuff? Yeah. Well my creative stuff
0: has sort of died on me. Do you mean the urge or the time or the energy or you know all of the above?
1: All of the above actually. It was nice to see Kevin the other day and remember being young and...
0: to so explain who Kevin is?
1: Uh, Kevin Tierney, who came to visit me the other day, the one who's got... Um, uh, who's got that illness. Parkinson's. Parkinson's, yes. How do you know him? Well, I, I know him from... We were in the band together, Blue Tongue... Um, many, 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 many years ago, and... So how many bands were you in? Um, well, I was in Blue Tongue, which was a bush band, and that was a very successful bush band, because people came and did bush dances with us, and (laughs) it was very daggy, but it was... Very fun, Mm. and we got you know, they paid us in cash, and uh, we got lots of money from it. So, you know, they give you a hundred dollars a night, each of us a hundred dollars a night in cash. That was what
0: comedians get nowadays, so (laughs) and back in the 80s, that would have been quite a lot of money. Yes, so um, we did have a lovely time,
1: and so they. The boys sort of did all the, all the organising of it, and so I just played my banjo and sang harmonies and did that kind of thing, which was lots of fun. Lots of fun. And then you were also in Phaedra. Then I was in Phaedra, which is was at the just same time or a different time. Oh different time, completely different time. So, Phaedra was all women, and it was sort of uh, very popular with the lesbians. And so, but it wasn't a deliberate sort of lesbian band or anything, it was, but it was just, we just liked singing together, so we could sing in harmonies and do all fabulous things with the girls. Mm. And very nice, that was
0: nice. can't remember other bands, but I think I probably was in other bands. Was, I mean, was anyone in Phaedra a lesbian or was that just a coincidence?
1: Uh, oh, yeah, Jill was a lesbian and very happy about it. There was no sort of uh, hiding or pretending or anything about it. It was mm. just... um. Jill was just such a lovely person with the most fabulous voice. And she was a very strong person, so we did what she wanted, really. Mm. I never minded about that. Um, And there was Lilo, who played the fiddle. She was a really good fiddler. I don't know whether she was a lesbian or not. not. I never... Aster, and you played the banjo in that. Yeah, I played the banjo and the whistle and whatever.
0: What did you play the cello for, just for yourself?
1: I played the cello in Phaedra as well, like, because we could just we could just put stuff in Phaedra. We could just put music in Phaedra. Mm. It was because we were musicians, so that was nice. It was pretty rough my cello playing by that time. So you were already sick when you were in Phaedra? Um, Or you just stopped practicing? I was already sick when I was in Phaedra. Mm. But I could still do stuff. Mm. I could still do sort of rough banjo and that sort of thing. And I couldn't... It was really awful after that because I couldn't play the tin whistle anymore, which is the simplest thing to play... But I couldn't feel the holes. Mm. And I was very good at the tin whistle and the banjo. You know, I was good at the melodies. Mm. So that was hard.
0: It was hard to let go of. When did you decide that you were going to stop? Or did you just think you would keep playing for as long as you could? Did you make a deliberate decision? I did decide I was going to stop. I just... I
1: just couldn't play anymore.
0: Mm. I remember when I was little you telling Dad that you were going to stop playing.
1: Oh really? Do you remember that? Yeah. What did he say?
0: I don't remember. I just remember you saying, oh, I've given it up in a quite a dismissive way. Like just a, like a not a dismissive way, a, f- a fairly flippant way, which I knew was probably not how you felt about it, even at that young age. Oh wow.
1: Yeah so it was a sort of, I think, I think I played in Phaedra for 10 years. Mm -hmm. I mean I think I was still playing, or maybe I was just still playing in various um, musical things. Mm -hmm. I was interested in Irish music. I was very into the Irish stuff, Mm. which was really
0: mad of me, really, but... I don't know that it's mad to be interested in something. (laughs) Well,
1: and what about uh, poetry? What about poetry? Mm. Well, I kept writing poetry for for years and years.
0: Yeah, and sending it off and getting it back. <laughs> <laughs> See, I that's I can't do that with poetry. I've, I just am so cowardly about being rejected. So I just put it on my blog because no one can reject you on the internet in that way.
1: They can yeah, attack you, but they that's can't reject really good.
0: you. That's the nice thing about it. Maybe I should uh, help you put your poetry up on a blog. Yes, if I had
1: anything worth looking at...
0: You do, you have a lot of stuff. I mean, you don't even need to write new stuff. You have so much stuff that you've already written that you could just put it up.
1: Well, I could. I could do that. It would be It would be interesting because the whole, the whole poetry thing was... You sent it off, and you got it back, or you, or it was accepted. Mm. So, sending it off was real trouble because you had to think about whether you sent it already to that magazine or that magazine. Ah,
0: uh, because you can't double apply if something's going to be accepted to one thing. Yeah, it's yeah. really annoying. You'd have to. F. And so so you have to remember and
1: where you've sent it and all, all that sort of thing. So I used to like to try and send it to Judith, Judith Rodriguez because she was such a fabulous editor of various poetry magazines. And such a nice person. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah, she she was one who would write back and say, this is this is good, but not good in this way.
0: Really? Uh, Hello, I'm <laughs> interviewing Mama. <laughs> um,
1: yes, yeah, so she was very um, open in a different way. She was very keen for for literature to get going. Yeah, she's a nice woman. Does she still do editing? Um, Yes I think she does. She's, she's the president of the Shakespeare Society in Melbourne and all sorts of things like that. You know the ones who did those um, sonnets.
0: Mm. Uh, well why don't we take a break now and um, get you a drink of water and stuff and then we will resume. Oh that would be great Ali, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So for another ten minutes?
1: Yeah, another ten would be good. Just tell me if you're tired. Um, well I am sort of tired. That's more how I than am. usual. I well uh, can't really can't really say whether I'm more tired than usual or not. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Alice. Ah. Ah. It's
0: good radio right here. What? It's good radio. Good radio, yes. Tissue radio sound effects. Oh, yes. Ah. So, we're talking about MS and cancer. Yes, well,
1: having had MS for so very long, it was a surprise to be told I had cancer, particularly anal cancer, which is not the kind of cancer you really want to talk about. No. I don't suppose any of them are, really. They're all hard.
0: It's not a popular cancer. They don't have brown lids on water bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Breast cancer gets all depressed because it's a, it's a uh, sexy cancer.
1: Oh, not a sexy cancer, no. I think well, not it's, all, it's all hard. It's all hard to have bits of you chopped off and to be radioed and... Key mode and all that, that's really horrifying in many ways. You seem to handle it relatively well. Me? Mm. Oh, well. Oh, well, you know, I'm a tough girl. Always was a tough girl. So you do your best to continue that line of behaviour, I suppose.
0: Do you have plans for after you get better from this?
1: From this particular
0: cancer? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And go back to just having MS? Well, my plans, if I had them,
1: they would be to do with writing my novel. Mm. Which has been a long time coming. And a long time gone.
0: It's hard to work without deadlines. I'm a deadline person myself. Are you? Probably inherited that from you. Just in the absence of external pressures, I find it hard to work unless I have, like, a date.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I find it hard to work.
0: Maybe I should give you a deadline for your novel. Maybe. But you wouldn't respect it, because I'm your daughter.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mightn't respect it, because... I'm spoiled. Yeah, I got away with a lot in my youth. Just out of being smart, yeah, yeah, and I would expect to get away with a lot still, but because of all this, you know all of this cancer and everything is just juggled everything round the wrong way, and so.
0: What it's... do you mean? Everything.
1: Well, you know, not having a swim in the morning is hard. But you can have the swim. I can you? have it, but I, I You're didn't t- get too up.
0: tired and stuff.
1: Yeah, a bit too tired. In the morning. And uh, yeah, I'd like to go down there, actually, and have a coffee.
0: Be good. Well, you can. We can uh, call this quits if you like, unless there's anything
1: else you want to talk about. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about?
0: No, I'll put some of your poems up on my poetry blog. Well, that would be nice. Which ones? To know whichever ones you like. And I'll tell you what people say about it. Oh, well. I just...
1: I just can't imagine why people would be interested in that.
0: People are interested in you. I get a lot of um, cool emails and stuff on my podcast asking how you are. Do you really? Yeah. Uh, So I thought I would put you on and let you say how you are. Oh, dear. You say hello to everyone? Hello. Hello, everyone. Good. All right. That's it for today. You're having tea with Alice. Alice.